we talk about the most interesting thing that's happened and then Vader on a pod racer? No way. You want to see it? Yeah. Okay. It's fucking awesome. I won't tell you whose it is. Is he like happy or sad? Uh, he's uh trying to go save someone. Look at that. No fucking way. That's yeah. the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. And I was going to post it the day it came out on Twitter, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Be like, on dude. my way to the comic shop every Wednesday. Literally. <laughs> Literally. That's so funny. I'm, you know what? I'm going to post that tomorrow. <laughs> We're fine. We're all fine here. Oh, thank you. How are you? and welcome back to another episode of the punch it chewy podcast Woo. <laughs> yes we're happy to be back uh we got a fun show planned uh, we got a lot to talk about yeah um so yeah let's get into it um i mean we had a long week <laughs> we had a yeah. crazy weekend uh we did what did we do so we did a show with socal unlimited events at frankenson's um so it was like a two-day pop-up mm-hmm. um and for those of you that don't know Frankenstein's is a really cool um it's kind of like a permanent comic-con i feel like that's kind of the best way to describe yeah. it um it's in la well city of industry um but it has like it's literally a walmart that they converted into uh like retail like a walmart super center yeah not just a walmart like it's yeah like, it's yeah. huge so um yeah, there's like all sorts of vendors there. They're open three days a week, um, but they have literally everything. Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Yeah, like they have a ton of collectibles. Like they've got um, autograph stuff. They have um, trading cards, like baseball cards. They've got uh, like all kinds of sports memorabilia. They've got Funko Pops. They've got yeah. Star Wars. It, like everything, anything yeah. like yeah. you Magic, can collect. Pokemon, everything. Yeah, there's so much like like trading card game stuff it's really cool so um yeah we exhibited uh it was we set up on friday and then the show was all day saturday and sunday um and it was really fun it was uh kind of i felt a little rusty because yeah. we've done conventions but we haven't really done like pop-ups yeah um like where you just had a table i mean we to clear it up we've done pop-ups we just haven't done this in a while no yeah i mean yeah, yeah we we've done do pop-ups we used to do pop-ups every weekend mm. but um i don't think we've done a show like that in like a that and like since before covid yeah so i felt like and the last show we really did was san diego comic-con yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so i felt i felt kind of rusty but it was fun we got to see a lot of friends that like we haven't seen in a while and got to meet a lot of you guys which was really cool mm-hmm. um so yeah it was fun Hopefully we get to do another one again soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really tired. Like I, <laughs> I'm. I mean, took you've a been. I don't me. know what you're talking. You've been running around all day. <laughs> well, I'm well, yeah. still doing stuff, but yeah, yeah. I'm exhausted. <laughs> of course. No. Yeah. Same. Um, but yeah, we used to go to Frankenson's uh, before we even started making pins. Yeah. We used to go there uh, since it's kind of. It's like, what would you say, like 30 minutes away from Disneyland? Yeah, like maybe 30, 40 minutes. 30, 40. Uh, but yeah, we so since we used to start, uh, since we used to pin trade at Disneyland, mm-hmm. and pin trading can get expensive, right? Because yeah. you have to buy 
doubles or buy pin, like special edition pins, limited yeah. edition pins from Disneyland. Uh, so that in order to trade with people, because people don't want to just trade for like you know, the you know easy stuff. That easy stuff. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, if you you have a better chance of trading for something you want, if you have something that's a little more rare or something that even if it's something brand new that came out of the parks that's just a limited edition pin or a special edition pin yeah um you know like those that just you know your chances are higher yeah so um but frankincense has a really cool um this this lady that has like a booth there and pretty much just has binders and binders filled with uh, Disney pins, all official Disney pins. Mm-hmm. And she gives you such great, good, like great deals. Like when we first started pin trading, we'd like run out of pins. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the pin traders there was like, Oh, you should go to Frankincense cause you can find pins there for yeah. super cheap and then come back here and trade. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we started doing that. We found this lady. She was super nice, super awesome. She's still there. Yeah. And this was, li- and I'm talking about like 2015, 2015. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's still there. Uh, she's awesome. It's really cool. Cause she buys collections. Yeah. So she'll yeah. buy like a thousand pins from someone and then she'll sell them individually um like at frankincense so she she comes across a lot of really cool stuff that's kind of like out of circulation yeah exactly yeah so um and and like she knows what things are worth but like she she cuts you a deal and like yeah it's pretty much like i I don't want to you know put words in her mouth but like from when we would buy stuff it would be like half off of everything right yeah like half of what it was going for on ebay exactly so it was like really really good ebay is kind of the bible with uh with like pin trading yeah but um but yeah so that's kind of how we were introduced to frank and sons Mm -hmm. uh recently on tiktok frank and sons kind of went viral yeah Uh, there was this like whole like kind of little era of people being like obsessed with frank and sons and like (laughs) everyone on tiktok knew about it uh, which was kind of cool because I was like, oh, okay. Really? <laughs> and it was like right after they moved to their new location. Yeah. Which was, it was cool to see, but I was like, this is like a very local thing and it's like blowing up. Yeah, it's like, cool. Uh, no, it was cool. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's maybe some of you, that's how you might know of Frankensons because it, it was uh, circulating for a while. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, the show was really fun. Uh, it was a little slow um but it was fun it was nice um and like we i once we looked at uh, all the numbers at the end we did a lot better than i thought so it's like mm-hmm. we were making money yeah uh it, it was, was it was, was just... pretty like like steady yeah there wasn't was really ever a rush mm-hmm. but it was like yeah yeah it was like consistent with people yeah so it was good um they're doing so the the organizers of the show they're doing another show uh, called Hyperspace Market in, what, November? November. Yeah. I think it's the 12th and 13th. Yeah. It's a Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So uh, I think we're going to do that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are doing one next month, uh, which is di- it's same exact spot, but different organizers, mm-hmm. um, which is the Sticker Expo. Yeah. So that's, we're, we're really excited for that one mm-hmm. because we've heard re- really good things of that show. Um, and we just stocked up on stickers and we're, yeah. we're going to order, I think like 10 to 15 new designs for, uh, just for this sticker expo. Yeah. Um, 
We've never done it, but Miguel from BB Create has done it. He recommended it. He said, definitely do it. Um, we've had other friends that said good things about it. So um, it should be fun. Yeah. It should be really fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I miss doing pop-ups. We used to do pop-ups, like, if not every weekend, every other weekend. Yeah. And that was really, like, how we socialized, you know? Like, that was when we, like, all of our friends were, like, you know, also pin makers. Yeah. Not all of our friends, but, like, you know, yeah, yeah. a big portion of our friends and, like, just getting to see everyone. We'd always, like, go out to eat afterward and, like, yeah. hang out. And I don't know. I can't, like, I miss that. And, like, it's coming back slowly, yeah. but. It's the it's part of the culture. Yeah. Like, it really I is. Really, I really miss that, like, when, you know, when we couldn't do shows. Yeah. I miss seeing everyone. Because, yeah, we see, like, everyone's posts online. But it's, it's not, not the, the same it's, as, it's like, not. hanging out in person. Yeah. But I think that's what I've missed the most. And, like. That's been the most fun now that we're doing conventions and doing pop-ups yeah. again is, like, seeing everyone and, like, all the new stuff they've made or, like, if their styles have changed because, you know, it's been a couple years um, yeah. since we've seen a lot of these artists. So it's yeah. cool to be like, oh, like, you're doing this now or, like, oh, you, like, really ran with that idea. Like, I remember when you made your first, you know, T-shirt three years ago yeah. and now you're making, like, cut and sew, like, clothing yeah, exactly. it's like crazy it's it's really cool to see how you know a lot everyone's like, everyone's growing everyone's you know evolving yeah so it's cool to see especially after it's like when you don't see your little cousin yeah for two years yeah. and then the next time you see them they're like three feet taller exactly <laughs> um yeah that's it, a good way of putting it yeah it's that's kind of <laughs> like the the vibe yeah um but yeah i mean it, it was a lot of fun. I, I like Frankenstein's. Um, uh, I'm I'm kind of like starting to get into that. Um, I'm starting to get that itch of organizing shows again. Yeah. Because we, uh, and I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but we also uh, we also organized the the San Diego Open and PatchCon. Mm-hmm. So when we were making in 2017. We did our very first show. It was called the San Diego uh, Pin and Patch Show. Mm-hmm. But it was one of the biggest pin events that it was. I think it was the second biggest pin event uh, that had ever been organized. Yeah. Um, and we and we had brought the pin community for the first time to San Diego. Yeah. I think we had like 60 artists. Something like that. 50 or 60. Uh, yeah. And um, because all, all of those events, all of the pin events and pin pop-ups and that entire court that was all in la like downtown like downtown la like literally uh, the heart of it and uh every weekend bell and i would drive up to la and we would uh do these awesome shows and like you know literally like these some of them were in alleys some of them were in in um breweries breweries. some of them were in taco shops some of them were you know like and it was and they were always fun yeah they were always awesome uh we always met you know there was always networking for us there was always you know even if we didn't sell like a ton they were they were it it was the culture you know it was like the this part of it so we that's like what we fell in love with you know and 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 we made so many friends and 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 the community was so uh tightly knit yeah and um like yeah it, it was something amazing that we really wanted to bring to san diego yeah for uh because especially here in san diego it's such a uh like art is a huge part of the um 
the culture here in San Diego. Yeah. Like, it, it's a very... People love, like, farmer's markets or, yeah. like, art Maker's walks. markets, art walks. Like, yeah. San Di- the San Diego Art Walk is huge. It's, like, one of the biggest yeah. events that we have here uh, in the city. And um, so, like, I really wanted to bring it here. Yeah. Especially because uh, it was an op- open market, you know? It was... It was no one else was doing it here and it's it was a it's a perfect um environment for it people love it um so when we brought it we had no idea what to expect with that first show we did everything we could to promote everything and um we ended up bringing like a thousand people yeah through the through the doors which we were not expecting uh, <laughs> people were walking out with uh bags like like, like grocery like, bags like, full of like grocery bags but like <laughs> tote bags like yeah. uh full of pins yeah and uh some of them would leave like they were leaving pretty early and we'd be like you know why are you guys leaving because we would do um uh giveaways throughout the day like hourly giveaways hourly giveaways that was always something we did at all, all of our shows we did hour, hourly giveaways Raff, a big raffle and then at the very end of the show someone would win a jacket covered in pins like one from each maker. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so e- each maker would donate, you know, if they wanted uh, a pin or two. Um, and uh, they would all go on, on, on a jean jacket. And somebody at the end of the show that would buy a raffle ticket at the, you know, the beginning or throughout the event. Um, and they had to be there to win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, would win that entire jacket covered in pins. And, and, and that was always something that was very fun and people loved. Yeah. And, and, uh, um, you know, kept people there because you know we we also wanted to keep people there so that it, we you know it made the you know it wasn't just you get there uh, and it's just do a lap do a lap and leave. just to buy stuff and leave. It's yeah. like we didn't want to just organize an event that you just buy stuff at. We you know we even wanted to do uh, well we did like we wanted to do panels but we didn't really have the room since it was like a a, a restaurant but it was like a wine. Yeah, the first one it was, was like, like a very a, yeah. It was a venue. It was a venue, but it was uh it, it it also had like a restaurant and it was also like a like a I don't know how to explain it. It was a very unique type of venue. It was like a winery that had food. Yeah, but it was downtown, so don't like don't yeah. picture like a winery out in like semi not know, like in the semi country, valley. No. no, it was just like it was a big building. Um and uh, decorated like a winery. They had all sorts of wine, uh, for, you know, that you could buy there. Yeah. Um, they also had kind of like a deli. They were opening a deli and they had a bar they and a restaurant. A lot of stuff going but they had a, <laughs> like a big, big area for events. Yeah. Um, so uh, pretty much, you know, that was the best. And it, w- it was cool because it was right next to downtown. It was like, yeah, like it's right, like right off the freeway. Exactly. So, um, it was a fun event, and it was, and you know, people could stay there to eat. The you know, the vendors had you know, could stay there to eat. Mm-hmm. So like the house it was doing really well. They yeah. were selling a lot of food, a lot of drinks, and then we also had like uh, live streams throughout the event, uh, interviewing uh, some of the more like seasoned artists and like you know, uh, doing fun stuff online, like live streaming during the show. Yeah. We were doing a lot. We did a lot yeah. and it was a great turnout. People were leaving with like we said bags filled with pins. They literally were like we Like we ran out of money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're like I spent all my pin money, so So it was cool cuz <laughs> like um you know we didn't like I said we didn't know what to and 
again, we uh, I totally forgot. We gave pins away to the first like 100, 150 oh, yeah. people. Yeah, we made like limited edition so, pins. So um, like five minutes before uh, the event, uh, well, we were stressing out because no one was there. Yeah. Like 30 minutes before. Yeah. And then like out of nowhere, five, ten minutes before the event started, we just see a huge line yeah. by the door. Enormous line. And uh, and from then on, it was an amazing day. It was an amazing event. We had so much fun. And that's when we knew, um, you know, we wanted to make this an annual event, like an annual, yeah. like a legit convention. And we did. Um, we did two more or two more. We were supposed to do three. Well, yeah, but, but we did yeah, two. We did two. Yeah, we did two. Uh, so one, the first one was 2017. Uh, then we did one 2018 which was the first San Diego Pin and Patch Con mm-hmm. um, that we or we hosted that one at San Diego State, mm-hmm. uh, which we had. I think we had like close to 100 artists. Yeah, close yeah. to 100 artists. Yeah, that, so there we go. We had close to 100 artists there. Um, that's where we met Mike Becker. Mm-hmm. He came to the event yeah. um, uh, with his wife and... Uh, you know, I, I freaked out because, you know, it was Mike. Uh, and uh, he was at our event. So yeah. I went to say hi. I introduced myself. We, we talked a little bit. And then from then on, you know, we became friends. Yeah. Um, and uh, we I still have the picture of, yeah. <laughs> of us. So that was an incredible that you almost died. I got really sick. Yeah. I, I get uh, chronic migraines. And if I get too hot, if I don't sleep enough. If I don't eat, I will get a migraine. And we did not sleep the night before because yeah. we weren't finished. Yeah. And then right. I that's was right. running around all day. It was so hot. I don't think I had breakfast or lunch. I remember what happened. And I got super, super, super sick. Like I, sh- I should have gone to the hospital. But. Do, do you remember the slideshow? Mm. I was. That's why we didn't sleep was because I was making the slideshow that was going to play during the event with our sponsors with uh, all the promotional oh. stuff and um i was st- i stayed up until like five in the morning because the freaking laptop kept sh- like illustrate it, it, like illustrator kept shutting down oh my god and every time i was about to finish one of the slides it would like turn off and this is before i used procreate oh before I, yeah. do you remember that you were like sitting yeah, at the I table vaguely remember. And I just kept screaming at the freaking computer. <laughs> yeah, so um, it was literally just me, Erikel, and Miguel from BB Create yeah. who put this show on. Three people is not enough people to put on a convention. Um, but but we did. We did. We, we did. did it, and it worked. And, like, there were no major issues. But, yeah, yeah. I almost died. <laughs> yeah, it was the only the three of us. Yeah. And then on the day of the event... Um, we were fortunate enough to have volunteers yeah. from Platt College. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they brought uh, a bunch of volunteers to help us out throughout the event, uh, helped uh, exhibitors load in. Yeah. Um, which, if we didn't have them, I, I don't know what we would have done. Yeah. I, it would have been, been a mess. Yeah. An absolute mess. And, um, <laughs> uh, and in exchange, we pretty much gave them a, a free table at the very front, uh, like pretty much at the, in the lobby, yeah. where they were able to kind of like um, show off um, what because they're like know. an art school. Yeah, right? they're an, they're an art yeah. school, so they they were able to kind of like recruit 
and like promote the, the you know the school and their programs mm-hmm. and like all that and they had like it was really their setup was cool because they brought a bunch of monitors and faced them the opposite way so that anyone coming by the table could see what uh, there was like two three students at the table designing yeah and you could see what they were drawing you could see what they were designing one of them was doing like 3d design uh the other one was working on some sketches it was really really cool yeah and uh, even one of the art one of the kids uh that was there uh was our was already was kind of like doing what the all of the vendors there were doing which which was like pursuing uh his own art you know yeah you know so he you know his own company and his own like art yeah and um he was like selling his art there which was cool um but yeah it was that was the first one 2018 uh it was an amazing turnout we had a lot of fun um then 2019 was at the same location but that time we uh, we got we also rented out the theater right next door mm-hmm. and did panels for the first yeah. time, like legit panels. That was really cool. Uh, and uh, uh, Vic from uh, Vicious Skill, uh, he did a, an entire panel on like pretty much the the, the process uh, uh, of creating uh, the artwork for a T-shirt, and then like like explaining how like from from start to finish. Uh, sketch to on a t-shirt yeah um, the, process. the process and that was really really cool to see um you know uh it was awesome and then we also had like a like a a, a pin panel with like a bunch of like the mm-hmm. the bigger um uh pin artists there and it, it was really really cool really fun yeah um and then 2020 we had planned this <laughs> the biggest thing you know the biggest show we'd ever planned yeah uh we were moving from sdsu to uh the del mar fairgrounds yeah we were going to be renting out o'brien hall uh, which was what which three times the three size? times the size this was going to be our first legit convention yeah we two days had, we had sponsors i got boom studios <laughs> to come out yeah i got a uh, huge artists to come out um we we had the uh popeye license so everything was going to be popeye themed yeah um well we had granted we had the popeye license for the 2019 show yeah and this was going to be the our you know where we were really going to, you know, utilize the license to for yeah. promotional material for you know all for all of yeah. the artwork and and branding for the show. Boss Dog was going to do yeah. all of the the like banners and yeah. like promotional stuff. If you guys don't know who Boss Dog is, definitely check him out. He's one of my absolute favorite artists yeah. and he makes incredible uh, apparel. His artwork is just it's unmatched. Like if you like D and D, Boss Dog with three S's. Yeah, look it you'll up. You'll love. You'll love his stuff. Yes, you will love his stuff. Um, incredible artwork. But yes, he was. Uh, he's a good friend too, uh, and um, he was going to do all of the artwork. Well, he did. He actually did complete the yeah. first promotional material that we were going to use, which was um, pretty much Popeye, Olive, uh, Brutus, uh, uh, Sweepy. Wimpy. Wimpy and uh, Jeep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did them all together in his style, and and um, it pretty much got approved by yeah. King Features. Uh, the only the only the only change that they asked us for was is uh, Boss Dog forgot Popeye's pipe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he forgot his pipe. So, but that was it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he forgot. It was just like the style. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So 
Uh, that was their only note was he needs the pipe, right? Yeah. So, but unfortunately, uh, you know, we like we were going to have like movie cars. We were mm-hmm. going to have interactive uh, exhibits. Gonna we were going to have show, panels. We were going to have cosplay. Uh, yeah. Co- tattoos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cosplay contest, fashion show. Ta- the tattoos were, I was so excited for. Yeah. Um, we were even going to have live pinstriping oh, of a car. Oh, yeah. Um, what a cry. Yeah. There <laughs> was so, so much planned. We had, And it was going to be two days. It was going to be May 1st and 2nd yeah. uh, of 2020. And uh, all we, of our other conventions yeah. prior were single day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And unfortunately, um, the world ended yeah. <laughs> in March of 2020. Yeah, we and promoted like we had we, promoted. We did everything the whole we time. Up, but we we were trying so hard. Like, what do we do? Like, can we push it back? Can we do this? Can we do it outside? Like, what can we do? And it yeah. was just like, no, there's uh, there's no way we can gather two thousand people right now. With yeah, they they wanted to put on. us outside if if yeah. like if we could even do that. And I was like, uh, no, because that was like because we had to cancel like. We had to be able to cancel the event to give enough time to artists for yeah. them to cancel and get like, because we had people coming had from people New York. Yeah, we, we had did. people coming from all over the place, getting hotels and rental cars. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into like doing a convention. So we had to make sure that we gave everyone enough time yeah. to if they if we were going to cancel. And exactly. Yeah, it was it was it, it was a damn shame yeah uh, to say the least um it was a it was going to be an incredible event uh, our dreams were crushed i'm still <laughs> i'm still not over it but um, that one hurt that one did hurt it still hurts but um but we're 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 gonna come back yeah we're gonna come back and we're gonna do it uh again um and probably even better this time yeah you know so with with i mean we've learned a lot since then too so um unfortunately the pin and patch con has been on hiatus Mm -hmm. currently but i think that it's time that we come back i think we're i think we're gonna start with our smaller events and that's pretty much why i went on this whole rant um but (laughs) i was saying that i've gotten the itch to you know organize events again but i think we're gonna start yeah i think we're gonna start with our uh more one of our more popular events which was pins and pints mm-hmm. and uh we would host that at north park north park beer co here in san diego yeah that was always a blast um, it was it was like one of our our staple yeah events so they you know? they have a like a two-story mm-hmm. um brewery yeah so on the bottom there's like tables and the bar and the restaurant and, and stuff yeah. and like booths and then up top is like more so just for uh like for events but we um, yeah. but we took over like the whole bar um like the whole place pretty much the only the only place left for people to sit down was the bar itself yeah and uh, a couple a few tables on the edge of like pretty much in the entrance but everything else all the other booths all the other tables in between um all of the uh tables and space above mm-hmm. uh, we pretty much took up and we put we had vendors we yeah. had like maybe 30 30 vendors yeah it was like 30 vendors maybe more i don't remember. i don't think so just because 
it was limited. No, I think like, it was like twenty five. Say it was like twenty five. It was twenty five. Yeah. But um, it was always so much fun because like North Park, their their um, very artsy scene. Like, but the the people that work there. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The, the bartenders. Bartenders yeah. and everyone are super fun, super high energy. They all like they all collected pins like before yeah. we even like came with the opportunity. So it was like really cool, very very good fit. Yeah. Um, and they love like supporting local artists. We wanted to support local businesses like with the with their brewery and their restaurant. Yeah. Um, and the attendees really loved it because they could go, they could shop, they could have a drink, they could have lunch. And a lot of times, um, most pop-ups would have one or the other, right? Yeah. They'd like, oh, they'd have a great selection of shopping, but there's no food. Yeah. So exactly. once you get hungry, you leave. Exactly. Or they'd have food, but no alcohol, which is fine. But, you know, people like to drink. They like to relax or whatever. I, I would so say that we did a pretty good job of picking our locations yeah yeah um, for sure yeah that that whole area north park in san diego is very artsy very uh they like support small business and artists mm -hmm. and all that stuff so it's a really good fit so yeah hopefully we can bring it back i think very so. soon they loved us there um, and we loved them yeah uh they i mean everyone had fun and yeah then, and the uh, vendors loved it too the vendors loved it i mean uh, at frank and sons this weekend we had a couple of vendors literally just go when are you gonna do pins and pints again yeah because <laughs> that's our favorite event yeah <laughs> so um i think i think it's time at least for pins and pints and yeah then, with a smaller show and then we will figure out the pin and patch con because um that's kind of like our our passion project you know yeah. like that's i think something that we are very passionate about and very um you know we have big dreams for it yeah so but it, it'll come the, the time will come to continue yeah with the with the big show uh but pins and pints is probably uh coming very soon yeah but um but yeah i mean i'm excited for that uh and um you know, excited to get back to doing shows like monthly events, even yeah. if it's just even if we're not organizing. Like, I just want to do pop ups again. Um, but um, I was super hyped this week because of the comics that came out last week. Yeah. So um, I know last week we talked about how it was a big day for or a big week for uh, comics with the return of Star Wars to Dark Horse. Oh, yeah. So that was awesome. I read it. Uh, Hyperspace Stories number one was mm -hmm. incredible. I loved it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you read it too. That's right. Yeah. Um, what did you think? I really liked it. I feel yeah. like it really had the essence of the prequel movies. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like it really. I don't know. It's kind of like the banter between Anakin and Obi Wan. Like I don't know. It made me. It was like <laughs> nostalgic. Yeah. You know, exactly. it was really good and a different story than I had you know read before yeah and it was like it had its serious moments it had funny moments yeah and uh yeah it was it was really good it's a good read it was just a, it, it was a very funny and like like nice side story you yeah know? it was it was like it didn't it wasn't anything major yeah. but it was like a good worth worth the read yeah exactly yeah um for me i really I, I loved pretty much exactly what you're saying is like the banter, the the chemistry between the characters, between Obi-Wan and Anakin yeah. and, you know, Padme and like 
um, that whole, you know, their interactions w- was on point. Yeah. Like, it was spot on. Um, I felt, I felt them, yeah. you know, in, in, in this comic book. Yeah. And uh, it was really cool. It was really cool to read. Um, for me, at least, it was, I think it was very, um, mm, very nostalgic, I think, because the artwork yeah. itself, um, it's like the same artist that did Tag and Bink. Yeah, the same artist that awesome. did a lot of a lot of the uh, the older s- Dark Horse comics. So that was really cool. Uh, the writing itself was was uh, was very um, also very nostalgic. So like, yeah. like the writing itself, the like the s- the style and the pacing of the story, the artwork. Um, I don't know. It was I I felt really good reading it. I yeah. felt really good just holding it. Uh, you know. Um, I loved it. I really loved it. I can't wait for the second issue, because um, uh, I've I've missed Dark Horse yeah. with uh, writing Star Wars. Uh, Dark Horse has al- has always done an amazing job. Um, those with are your Dark Horse. favorite. Yeah, like, those are my favorite stories. Your favorite stories, yeah. Favorite stories ever were uh, Dark Horse comic stories, um, and I love I absolutely love the new canon, and um, and that that's something we should talk about. Uh, this okay so uh, I absolutely love canon and I love legends yeah. material yes like I will I will I will die by that yeah right <laughs> um, all the new canon comics have been so fun to read so like interesting like so many interesting takes and turns and you know uh, original stuff yeah. that I've I've really been enjoying. Um, like the Doctor Offer series has been amazing. The Vader series has been incredible. Um, and I love I love my EU. I will yeah. always like that will always be the epitome for me yeah. of Star Wars storytelling. It's what you grew up with. It's what I grew up with, and that yeah. that those stories are so dear to me and to my heart to who I am. Um, and uh, so this week, uh, the the dress, the wedding dress, yeah. Princess Leia's wedding dress, was revealed. The in canon wedding dress that is, I guess, featured in um, Princess and the Scoundrel, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I cried when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, oh it's, god. Yeah, I mean, and you guys can go straight to Isabella's. Uh, TikTok and watch her cry about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that video is at like almost 70k, which is <laughs> it's always the ones with me crying that I guess just keep really crying. strike people. But uh, keep crying. It's kind um, of my brand at this point. It is crying honestly. and screaming about Star Wars. Crying, screaming. Anyway. <laughs> um, screaming, crying, throwing up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it um really good Star Wars news. Yeah. Right. It was really good Star Wars news, and the it, artwork you know, was beautiful. Uh, so, it was all over Twitter, and we were on there, and um, you know, we were excited seeing everybody excited, and then all of the sudden, <laughs> um, you start seeing people that um, the this is not the real canon people. Yeah. You know, this is not the real dress, and this is not the real dress, and like all blah blah blah, and like like look. You can have that opinion, but we need to come to a point where we understand that Disney's not going anywhere. Yeah. Disney Star Wars is not going anywhere. Yeah. This era 
is only starting. Like, it's only beginning. It's not going anywhere. So yeah. it's like, like we need to understand, We, you know, EU fans, please. Yeah. Hear me. We need to understand that it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And Star, Star Wars is big enough for multiple timelines. Yeah. For alternate universes. Yeah. Look at Marvel. Literally. <laughs> Look at Marvel. Look at how many different storylines there are. Yeah. And let's just narrow it down to two. The comic book storyline, like the, t- the comic book timeline, yeah. the comic book, you know, universe, and the cinematic universe. Yeah. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. N- everything that happens in the Marvel Cinematic Universe... I'll grant I'll grant you this. There are things that happen similarly, but everything else happens way differently. Yeah. Way differently. Mm-hmm. And 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 look at them. They're fine. No one cares. Yeah, People are just I have excited. never seen a single person fight on Twitter about Marvel movie versus a Marvel exactly. comic. Never. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. Ever, <laughs> ever. Marvel fans don't care. They just They're understand like, that there's multiple Fuck timelines. yeah, Tony Stark. Yeah. Right? Like that's literally. It. Um, so, <laughs> and, and like, and that, that's, I'm one of them, you know, yeah. I freaking love Marvel. Um, yeah. so I don't understand what is so hard to understand. Yeah. Of just think about it as alternate timelines. Yeah. Because that's, that's what it is. It yeah. is what it is because as much, because there's also the people that want to completely erase legends and pretend yeah. they don't exist. And call them fan fiction. And say they were never and canon. And say they were never canon. And George Lucas hated it all. And that George Lucas hated it all. Is which such, is bullshit. Because there's <laughs> just enough. There is exactly the same amount, if not more, times where George was quoted, you know, um, praising legends and those stories than there were of him shitting on them. Yeah. If you want to look at them. If you want to look at it as him shitting on them. Yeah. Which he wasn't. Yeah, he's just like I didn't he's write like, it. He's like I didn't write it. That's that's and what he's saying, and people say it out of yeah. context, and they're like, it didn't come out of his mouth, and, so and it here, didn't happen. And here's my issue. Here's my issue. I don't agree with the people that come in whenever there's new canon Star Wars. When they come in and they compare it to the Legends version, and they're like, this isn't the real canon, and they're bullying people that are <laughs> excited for it. it yeah. Right. I also don't agree with the people that shit on legends and legends material and legend and, and published novels yeah like this one person that i may or may not name drop depending on how <laughs> angry i get recounting this story um i followed them yeah i followed them i genuinely enjoyed their content their takes on everything yeah everything star wars and the only issue i had was he decided to uh, defend Princess and the Scoundrel and the dress from this guy that was being nasty, that mm-hmm. I am not defending. Yeah. He was being nasty and, you know, oh, this isn't the real canon type of shit, right? Um, he was defending, he was trying to defend the book and the dress from that guy. Yeah. But by shitting on Courtship of Princess Leia. Yeah. A, a novel a Legends novel that pretty much is that story, yeah. but in Legends, right? 
and it happens very differently. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, say, pretty much what they said was, um, like literally no, I'll just read it. But pretty much he was saying like, there's no possible way anybody could think that it is a good book. He goes, you know, we've gotten to a point of delusion in the Star Wars fandom when people act like the courtship of Princess Leia was even remotely good. Like, that's revisionist history at its finest, right? So, <laughs> So, okay. What? <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't, I'm not cool with that, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what you think of the novel. Yeah. Like, your opinion of it is irrelevant. Yeah. Because... Imagine if I said that about Princess and the Scoundrel. Yeah. Or of any canon novel. Yeah. Imagine the shitstorm that would be rained down yeah. on me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, imagine yeah. if I was like, uh, the delusion of the Star Wars fandom to think that Lost Stars yeah. is even remotely good. Yeah. Like, imagine. Yeah, even Imagine. the authors would be, like, on you. Exactly, and it's yeah. not like the authors aren't on Twitter. That's where they are. Oh, that's where they all are. That All of the authors are on Twitter. And they're seeing your mean tweets. Exactly. So <laughs> I have an issue with people trying to defend one novel by shitting on another novel. Like, you don't need to do that. That's it, it's, you, you realize that that's somebody else's artwork, right? Yeah. There were writers... There were authors, there were illustrators, editors, there were people that worked hard to bring that novel to life. And it was canon. And it was a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. So, so I don't know so where you're getting your stats. So who's delusional so here? So who's delusional? Um, anyway. So, right, so all I said was, hey, you don't need to shit on this, no- like, this other published material just to defend, you know... The new... The new canon. Yeah. I agree, but you don't need to shit on it. Yeah. Like, I don't... I'm not defending the other person. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you don't need to... I like, mean... Like, you're being a hypocrite. Yeah. What You've I'm saying. You've become the very thing you swore to destroy. Which is a running theme with the people that I encounter on Twitter. <laughs> so... You should just put it in your bio. So... Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> I should just... Yeah. So, pretty much, they respond, and they're like... I'm going to shit on that uh, sexist book all day. And I'm like, okay, talk about the fandom menace, right? Yeah. Because that, that's literally what it is. Yeah. Anyone that's out here shitting on Star Wars material that other people enjoy. Not wanting to have a conversation about it. not wanting to have a about conversation it. about it. Yeah. That's what, that to, in my eyes, I want. in my eyes, that is the fandom menace. Yeah doesn't matter if you like the sequels or yeah, not. Yeah, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what side of it it's, it's, you're on. It doesn't matter. It's, it's the it's way you're sides. acting. Exactly. It's yeah. both sides. It works both ways. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then so they take up this crazy stance on they're like, well, I'm it's a sexist book. I'm like, you never even said that in your original tweet. Yeah. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about there are people that worked on that novel there are people that are fans and enjoy that story yeah just as much as that as you might enjoy you know light of the jedi yeah. just as you might enjoy lost stars yeah and just as 
just how you're going to enjoy Prince, Princess and the Scoundrel once you read it. Yeah. That's all I was trying to say. And they went on, oh my god, like, this huge ass rant. I'm not even gonna, it's not even worth, right? Yeah. And then, what's funny is, once I made my point, they, like, responded something irrelevant, and then they blocked me. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. And here's the thing. I don't care. I don't, I will never care. But I didn't, I don't know how Twitter works yet. Just, like, I don't know exactly how it works just yet. Like, I'm still fairly new to it. Yeah. So I went on my pr- personal account because I just wanted to see if you could still see, since he blocked me, I was like, can can people still see my responses? And is he like still talking shit just to make himself look good? Yeah. When, when I can't respond. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's what I was thinking. It's like, just to see. So I go on and he had posted a brand new tweet right after he blocked me and he goes, me when the courtship of Princess Leia defenders found my tweets. And it's a gif with sound of um, Felicity Jones, Jyn Erso. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen the clip or whatever, but it's her at an interview. It's like a late night show. And she's like, I, I encountered um, um, uh, um, a male, right? And, yeah. And that was... So here's the fucking thing, Okay. <laughs> You're dumbass. You're dumbass was bitching about f- sexism in a science fiction novel. You were bitching about se- your opinion is that this science fiction novel is sexist. And then you go and practice sexism in real life. Yeah. And what's funny is you and I were talking the whole time, and you were like, yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. Right? You ag- yeah. You are a female yep. who agrees yeah. with what we were saying. Yeah. So that, that to me, was just the cherry on top. I was very happy to know <laughs> that I continue to come out victorious <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, if you want to make me a belt, you oh know, my God. I'll, I'll happily... Except it's just like I understand that people want like there are stories that have their issues and that's fine if we want to talk about those issues. Yeah, but that's not even but, what But that was not what he was talking no, about. It's not. That's he brought that but up once I called him out on Once you called him out on the actual problem yeah. and then he wanted to change it into something that he thought he would automatically win. Yeah. Because you're a man and therefore you can't have an yeah. opinion. What's funny on is it. we're both on our profile pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't have a relevant opinion. I don't. guess not. That's another level to the sexism that we participated in after <laughs> bitching about uh, his, 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 according to him, a sexist novel, a yeah. science fiction I've novel. I've never heard someone. No, man. say like, that about Jesus. that book. No, because it's 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 so out of touch. Yeah. It's like I don't even know when the last time you read this novel was. Yeah. And if that's your opinion, then let's talk about it. Let's talk about how and why you think that is. But don't shit on people who like what they like. Exactly. And and don't shit on an a, an author's published material. Yeah. Just to defend this book that hasn't even come out yet. 
helpful to, def- to defend a dress. To defend a dress. Not the story. Not the story. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was gold, honestly. I thought that, <laughs> that was, was very that was productive. Funny. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Um, and I was just like, wow, okay. So, it's, it's not okay in fiction, but it's okay in real life. In real life. In 2022. <laughs> okay, dude. Um, so yeah, that was that was funny. Um, and uh, moral of the story is let people like what they like. Yeah, that's literally all I was saying. Like that's that's all I was saying. And you don't need like it doesn't need to be a competition with yeah. everything. Exactly. It's, there's the legend stories. Mm-hmm. There's the canon stories. And there are people that like it's certain all canon. Star Wars. Yeah, it's all, it's Star, all Wars. Star Wars. And there are some stories that I like that are legends, and mm-hmm. there are some stories that I like that are canon. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, it doesn't need to be a ranked list. It no. doesn't need to be I'm only canon or only legends. Nope. You can enjoy things from both it, sides, and it legends. doesn't have to be this like it's literally like a gang war. I and know it's, like, it's, it's ridiculous. It doesn't need to be. It's not that serious. <laughs> it legends and canon can coexist. Yeah. Period. It's possible, and as soon as we the fans embrace both, yeah, th- the sooner we will get to Lucasfilm finally saying, "Okay, Dark Horse, continue your legends material." Yeah. Well, yeah. Along why with would, canon, why would they even bother? Along with touching canon. legends, if. Where the fandom is like this with canon material. Exactly. Oh, you ruined Darth Revan. You've been, yeah, you begged for 10 years for them to make something with Darth Revan. They do it and then you're going to complain that it's not what, you know, like there's got to be a point where we like take a step back. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that I support criticism that is valid. Yeah. That is valid. Yeah. I support criticism that is valid and that's what even the person that i was arguing with didn't understand is like i support it when it's valid yeah when you have a point and when you have you you know when you're talking to me like a like a human being yeah so but but when it's just a picture of a wedding dress and you're like this isn't it how fucking dare you yeah you know that's that's ridiculous fucking chill (laughs) it's a dress yeah. You know? And I'm pretty sure the only difference was that this one was green. Pretty much. It even looks the same. Yeah. She just had like a nicer veil in uh in Courtship of Princess Leia. You know, it's like yeah. whatever. Like calm the hell down. Yeah. Grown ass man crying about a wet a wedding dress that's faking in space. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, um you know, both sides need yeah. to chill. Be better. Be better. Um, and, uh, you know, I know you guys that are listening are fucking, you get it. You fucking get it. <laughs> you fucking get it. You're awesome. I'm, you know, I'm preaching to the choir. Um, but let's spread that message. Let's yeah. spread that. Because honestly, I want to see the day that, um, Dark Horse starts to publish Legends material again. I want them to continue their Legends storylines. I want yeah. them to bring back those writers, bring back those artists, because it wasn't even that long ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, what they did with the Dark Horse comics, you said it was the guy that did Tag and Bank. Yeah. How long ago was that? That was the 90s, wasn't it? Mm, early, early 2000s, yeah. I mean, that was but 20 yeah, years ago. It was 20 years ago. So. Yeah, no, totally. 
Um, it can happen. It can yeah. totally fucking happen. And there's no reason why it shouldn't. Yeah. All Disney needs to say is, yeah, publish it. Just slap that Legends uh, banner on it. I don't care. Yeah. I literally don't care. I just want to see the Yuuzhan Vong in my fucking comics. <laughs> yeah. I want to continue Dawn of the Jedi. I want to continue all these fucking stories that freaking slap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so. More. 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 Um, <laughs> that's all I want. Um, but yeah. So, uh, I don't even know how I got on this second rant. <laughs> But uh, here we are. Um, so last week, uh, the Dark Horse issue came out. We already talked about that. Uh, then Doctor Offer number 23 was released. Mm -hmm. And this one was really good. Um, we, uh, I don't know. I don't want to, like, I feel like our our listeners don't care if we, you know, Spoil. I'll just tell them, like, we're going to talk about what all happens right, in the right. issue, so... All right, we're going to talk about what happens in the issue. So if you wanted to read it, So if you wanted ahead. to read it, <laughs> skip ahead. Is that good? Yeah. And if you <laughs> are too lazy to read the comics, we will just tell you what happens. Exactly, and I'm going to start doing that every week. <laughs> so uh, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, or just read along. Uh, we are on Dr. Afra number 23... And a lot has fucking happened since then because yeah. <laughs> not only is it issue 23, but it like pretty much um, crosses over with the Vader comic, the mm -hmm. Bounty Hunters comic, and the Star Wars comic. And both War of the Bounty Hunters and Crimson Reign have taken place during these timelines. That's crazy. So there's been a lot that happens. But uh, pretty much this issue was really good. Um uh, pretty much, Afra has been possessed by this uh, being, so to speak. That I will make it very quick um, and simple. But she's been possessed, and sh and this being uh, is attached to pretty much this. Uh, it's called the Ascendant, mm -hmm. and it is attached, and it is trying to find all of these artifacts that pretty much, long story short, make it much more powerful. And, okay. like, omnipotent uh, 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 to some degree. Mm -hmm. um, and those artifacts are on the Crimson Dawn Fortress flagship. Ooh. So, uh, since it is, since this creature, this uh, entity has possessed Afra, uh, she can access all of her memories, all of that fun stuff. You know, she's, in, she's a prisoner in her own body, in her oh, own nice. mind. So, very, um, <laughs> very... Uh, uh, very PG. Um, anyway, but it's really cool. So she's, so she's pretty much in her body, uh, walking around in her body, and she's like, you know, um, very menacing, I guess. But she's going uh, to the uh, Crimson Dawn flagship, and pretty much Sana Solo, or Sa not uh, Sana Staros, um, not Solo, sorry. Uh, her. And uh, I think it was just her alone. But she pretty much tracks down all of uh, Afra's exes mm -hmm. and her dad <laughs> uh, to pretty much find her. And, like, where would she go? Where would she be? Or uh, I think they're looking for um, a specific artifact in order to help her. Okay. Because they know that she's possessed. So they're like, where would she hide? 
this artifact, you know, or, or you know, whatever it is. Um, and they pretty much go on this little journey to look for this thing, and they get to whatever planet they think that offer might have hidden it. And there's like, you know, this uh, fight with, um, I think they're hut. They're from the hut cartel. I don't remember. I read it last week. Um, and uh, I'm sorry if I'm skipping past some a few key keynotes here but pretty much the big part of the the issue is at the like literally the very last page where um uh they finally find wherever uh offro hid this artifact right mm -hmm. they're like oh we're here it's here um we're gonna be able to save her or whatever and they open the doors and she did not hide some she did not put something there to be hidden from the world uh and be protected from the or protected from the galaxy she hid uh bt and triple zero there to protect the oh. galaxy from them Ooh. she hid them there for everyone yeah. else's safety yeah and they didn't know <laughs> <laughs> so the very last uh so if you don't know who bt and triple zero are um they're offers droids yeah it's like a black uh, an all black 3po with red eyes um and a an r2 unit with like a mini gun <laughs> and missiles and their pure objective is to uh kill and to enjoy doing it that's wild and they're awesome characters i love them i have uh the the kotobukiya uh figures of them from uh, star wars celebration orlando like and they haven't been in the comics uh, this whole time. Really? But yeah, they haven't been in, in them. So they just reintroduced them to the series. And it was awesome. Yeah. It was absolutely awesome. Uh, I'm excited. But, the, you know, they left us on a cliffhanger again because uh, they literally brought them back on the last page. Yeah. In the last frame of the comic. So now I have to wait another month to figure out what happens. <laughs> and so do you guys. <laughs> But yeah, Doctor Offer number 23 was amazing. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a very fun read. It was yeah. like very exhilarating. Like uh, There was a lot of action. It was fast-paced. And uh, that surprise at the end was really, really fun. <laughs> um, but then uh, the other issue that was released that was released last week was Darth Vader number 26. Mm -hmm. And um, I know... You want to read the series. You have not been up to date. You have not been reading it, which is fine. But I also don't want to spoil a lot yeah. for you, especially because you you want to read it. Yeah. But um, do you want to talk about it, or do you want to just? I mean, we can talk about like the issues, but yeah, that's not like major spoilers. Or I mean, something this... really cool happens, and like there. I mean, there's a lot of levels to this issue. Um, a lot happens like there's emotional stuff there's cool stuff slick stuff and stuff but not stuff that like completely changes the story um uh, not really then no. it's fine okay so um pretty much vader dies oh my god <laughs> no uh it was really cool so the story right now leading up uh to issue 26 of darth vader there's a lot has happened yeah, I could not possibly cover it all. Cover it all. <laughs> um, and I will not even try to. Uh, but pretty much, it's he's been on a very emotional journey. Yeah. Uh, Vader has been on a very emotional, like PTSD 
<laughs> like what like heavy what like era is this this is so this entire storyline uh has taken place between episodes five and six okay um so he's he's like thinking about a lot going through a lot so he knows luke is his son yeah he already knows okay. um but uh yeah it's it, it's been a very interesting storyline to read um especially you know reading being able to read along with the star wars series so seeing stuff from luke leia lando and chewie's perspective is that common for them for not really comics no not really uh that was never something that was really done with dark horse um I feel like it's that's it's a, something that's a lot of work it i mean is. it's hard enough to just make one story but to have like five overlapping yeah, at the same time is. that's crazy it is but it, it's something that marvel excels at like marvel really does this a lot especially okay. with mar like the marvel heroes um comics like secret wars yeah you know secret wars was um like it had like the the main nine issues of secret wars uh, I, i'm talking about the the most recent ones like the 2015 ones mm-hmm. um the 2015 run of secret wars which was really really good that's when i really got into marvel like i already liked marvel but like i really got into it uh, yeah when that came out and so there was the main nine issues of like the secret wars storyline so like with god doom and the fantastic four and you know um you know like spider-man and you know like a lot of the the main heroes we know Mm -hmm. and love right and like the main ones that like kind of knew what was going on that um and remember the world before right so there was that storyline and then um secret was was branched out to like it had like maybe 20 different series published along with it so um i don't know if you remember but like the whole premise of secret wars is like all of the earths and alternate timelines collide and are destroyed and the last two uh doom is able to put together and make one world Mm -hmm. and um uh and he pretty much creates battle worlds that's what it's called and all the different uh countries on battle world are like different uh comic series yeah so there's spider island there's armor wars there's uh um marvel zombies uh there's uh, marvel zombies versus age of ultron there's old man logan there's you know uh they're like so what much. haven't we done there's so much and it's such a good <laughs> series it's so fucking good yeah so um they're known for that like i mean I, I i would honestly say that they they do it the best um like that crossover type of storytelling okay. and it's yeah. very very cool and very interesting how they do it um so it's the only thing i will say is at least with secret wars you could read in the individual series without having to read everything else okay okay yeah the only thing with the star wars runs is you kind of have to or you know would want to read all of them to really understand everything that's going on. So you're like, gotta read issue one of each series, yeah. and then issue two of each series, and yeah, yeah. pretty much. Okay. Um, because that's kind of how they're released. Uh, I mean, you could just read. So the like Vader when they're coming series. out, it's yeah, doable, when they c- it is, but like when but you if wanna, you want to get into it, that's what I'm trying to say. Later it's like on, if it's you want to like... reread it or get into it <laughs> later, 
it's like you kind of have to keep track is like okay so because also sometimes issues one two like there will be two issues of star wars but only one issue has been released of oh my vader God. and That's it's like a mess. it's a, it is kind of a mess and there's no there isn't really like a a, a map to kind of like, should make like a trade paperback but oh, they, they do but they no do. but of the one like oh, of all oh, of them like all of them in the order that they should be read jesus <laughs> it's like a encyclopedia yeah I mean, I'm sure there's like online lists that tell you yeah, like, like how fans you know, put yeah, them together. Like reading lists. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's the only thing. But this it's is still why amazing. People are very hesitant to get, to get into, into comics. comics, exactly because it it, it is very. You gotta <laughs> jump in feet first. You do. You really do. But um, but it's good, man. Like it's 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 been really good. Um, so this Vader issue, um, we saw a lot of cool shit. Yeah. So I. There's things I don't want to spoil for you because as an episode one and episode two fan that you are, there's like fun things that yeah. that like you're gonna be like, oh my god. Okay, why don't we talk about the most interesting thing that's happened and then Vader on a pod racer. No way. You want to see it? Yeah. Okay. It's fucking awesome. I won't tell you whose it is. Is he like happy or sad? Uh, he's uh trying to go save someone. Look at that. No fucking way. That's yeah. the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. And I was going to post it the day it came out on Twitter, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, Be on my way to the comic shop every Wednesday. Literally. <laughs> literally. That's so funny. I'm, you know what? I'm going to post that tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, tell me that's not the coolest thing. Oh if you, my all right, god, this, that is really cool. By the time that you guys listen are listening to this, I'll probably have posted it on my, on my Twitter at least. But if not, <laughs> search on Google Vader on Pod Racer, and it's freaking awesome. I love that. Um, it's really good. It's really <laughs> freaking cool. Like I want to make a pin of this. You should. I will. You're like, can we get a Vader? Like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and what's funny is he's he's flying it through a sandstorm, like a violent sandstorm wow he must really care about whoever he's trying to get to (coughs) (coughs) we won't spoil that uh what's funny too is like he's like flying it and then the people that he leaves behind are like only the greatest pod racer could drive a machine like that and this in a storm like this and you're like well and then it just shows vader like (laughs) (laughs) did this shit when i was 10 years old yeah Oh my god, you're gonna cry when you read this issue. No. Uh, but anyway, um, it it was really good, um, and not only that, but Vader does. So this issue specifically was, um, like, people were people obviously before it came out did not know what was gonna be in it, but it was okay. speculated that it was gonna be a key issue because Vader shows a new power. Ooh. Like that, he sh- he like he not like develops a new power, time. but like he it, it's shown for the first time in this issue. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'd consider this of you know one of Vader's powers, but it's definitely something that like only Vader could fucking do. Okay. Like freaking psycho. <laughs> as um, per usual. As per usual. Or uh, you know what? Let me see. Because may- now that I'm looking at it again, fart. now that I'm no, <laughs> kidding me that would short circuit his suit. <laughs> Maybe his suit's it's made like, to handle that. 
<laughs> it's not so he can breathe. It's so yeah. he can fart. Exactly. <laughs> um. So okay, let's see. It's um, he does something really crazy. Pretty much, he. I'm I'm not gonna ruin it, but it's okay. really cool. It's really cool. He does this really cool he thing. Do, he does this, this really crazy cool thing. thing happens it's just if I tell you, you're gonna regret that I told you. Okay. Because it fun. it surrounds something. It it, it I just just you gotta read this okay. shit. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. All right, but next week, all right, you guys are here as witnesses. So I have to read a Bella's gonna read a hundred issues in a week. In a week. And um, we'll be up to date <laughs> next week. <laughs> tell you all about I'll it tell you all about it issue number 26 um just to get to issue number 26 exactly um <laughs> but yeah uh it's really cool uh it's worth it it's very emotional it's very um it's just awesome yeah it's, a, it's been a very good series so i'm happy with it i'm excited to read it yes uh vader on a pod racer is my new aesthetic <laughs> uh Make out your profile pic. Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> but they see me rolling. They, they hate, hate me. But yeah. <laughs> um, but aside from the comics, uh, I mean, not a lot of new Star Wars uh, happen. I mean, <laughs> so while we were at uh, Frankenstein's, I thought it was really funny how you were like. So you know those like BTS trading cards? Oh yeah. It's like why don't they do that for Star Wars? Like they need to fucking kill you. And I'm like, that's tops. I mean and, and then you But like, no one buys but them or <laughs> trades them. <laughs> oh my god. No one. I've been in this fandom how long? I've never seen oh anyone god. trading them. The funniest <laughs> shit is you going like, why don't they do that with Star Wars? And I and I come and tell you they do and you go but who the fuck even knows about that shit no one if not that i know everything but like i had no idea so somebody's not doing the correct marketing <laughs> because yeah well i mean that's fine sorry sorry about it tops <laughs> if you want to send me some i'd be happy oh to. yeah they're totally gonna send you shit now yeah. no i mean like I'm just saying, because the BTS, like, oh my fandom, God. they have, like, literally, they have parties. They'll, like, go to a boba shop, and they'll bring their binders, and they'll, like, trade with each other. And they'll, like, make special cases for the cards and, like, personalize them and stuff. And I'm like, why aren't Star Wars people doing that? I mean, maybe just because there's a lot of Star Wars stuff to already do. Like, I guess. You know, like, there's no one so reads. There's so much stuff to collect. I could say no one reads the comics, you know? Yeah. Which, that's what it seems like most of the time. But, you know, I'll go on Twitter and two people will be like, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> all <laughs> so three it's like, of you. All three of us. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I just thought it was funny. You're like, who even, who even knows about that shit? Because <laughs> you were like, why don't they do it? And I was like, they do. And you were like, yeah, but who cares? <laughs> well, I, was I wrong in saying that? <laughs> You're just funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody wants to send me um, <laughs> oh my God. their, uh, their, 
what they're looking for, and then, you know, we can trade. We should make a little community and, like... You know, they have the Topps trading card app, right? It was, like, it's the Star... It's a Star Wars trading card app. And it's, like, you open the packs on your phone, and, like, they're digital. Oh, I think that's... I think that's the majority of, like, how people do it. I don't know NFT nonsense. It's not even that cool. It's just on the app. (laughs) I'm saying is, like, that would be a really cool... Yeah, community it would be. thing. It would be. To, like, but collect and trade. Look at what happened like... when we played Star Wars Destiny. Yeah. No one gave a shit. They had to cancel the game. Yeah. And that w- that had a game attached to it. That's true. These are just trading cards for, of like screenshots They're from like the movies cards. and like art cards and like yeah. I ha- well, first of all, I have the entire first seven col- uh, collections of Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah. Uh, of those trading cards. It's all art cards, and I freaking loved those. I would go to Toys R Us anytime I could, get a shit ton of packs, and I completed all of those sets. <laughs> One through seven. I even, yeah. even like, they'd even have, like, Chase, uh, uh, what, what, what is it called when they, like, connect? Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the word is for it, but yeah, it it's makes right one there. big yeah, image. Yeah, exactly. It's like I 12 cards that make There's like this a page. Sith one. It was, it's like all of the Sith, even like Old Republic Sith, uh, Legacy cool. Era Sith, uh, Palpatine, Vader, like all of them in one. And it's like foil etched. Ooh. It's beautiful. And I completed it. And it's from, I think it's from the Series 7. Um, like I even have those. That's cool. Um, there were also like artists, si- like cards that were signed by the yeah. artists. Um, those I loved because it was like the artwork. But I also, like, I don't really care for the trading cards. It's just, like, a picture of Like, Finn, from the movie. You know, or, like, you know, yeah. stuff like that. It's, like, the promotional flip photography. Yeah. But, like, it's cool, but, like, I... I want art. Exactly. That's, yeah. I mean, that's why I collect the comics, too. It's, like, one of the, my biggest uh, parts of collecting comics is the artwork. It's, like, you the know... The covers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, the variant covers and stuff. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there'd be a way to make it more interesting, but like... Well, I'm going to start it. I th- I think that the <laughs> key is a trading card game. Like like Magic, but Star Wars. I mean... You know what I mean? Yeah, but that would... That would take a lot on their end to put together. Yeah, but who cares? Yeah. Give it to Wizards of the Coast. You think well, they're not yeah. going to take no, the time? No, yeah, you're right. They would. They would. They would put everything. Exactly. That. Just get li- give li- Wizards of the Coast a license to, um, be like, we want you to make a trading card game for Star Wars. Make it have fucking they, lit. Have Have they made a trading card game for Star Wars? Yeah, there's been a bunch. But nothing that really stuck. Nothing that really stuck. Destiny was the best one i'd say that was one that had the mini the dice right? the dice oh the dice yeah when what that was like 2015 2015 yeah we played we would go every yeah. saturday to play the lgs that just like unlocked a yeah. distant memory remember remember the uh the uh, the judge matt <laughs> yeah. he's like i watch uh nightmare before, nightmare before christmas, christmas every, every night, night before i go to before I, I go to sleep to it yeah and i laughed and i was like that's funny and he's like no no for, for he's real. like i'm not gonna <laughs> like i was like oh shit no yeah like that's awesome man <laughs> he had like, like a full sleeve <laughs> he's like too. a full sleeve he was like a diehard fan what's this what's this uh and he was awesome i fucking love that guy i miss him 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we played a Destiny every Saturday, which was fun. I miss it. Yeah. Uh, we still Did have they our make decks. Anything new? No, they got discontinued. We still have a like we can still make decks. You know, they still sell them on TCG Player. You know, singles okay. and stuff. So we could still play. Get Silva into it. Oh God. <laughs> Last thing he needs is, is another, another trading yeah. card obsession. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, it was really fun. I mean, I I really don't understand the Star Wars community and how, um, like, they don't get behind stuff like that. You know. You know what I feel like it is though is I feel like a lot of Star Wars fans don't share their fandom with other people. Like, it's Star Wars is something that they enjoy, they love the movies, they love, yeah. you know, the books and comics, but when it comes to stuff where you need another person in order to play it, or It's probably it, just because the fandom is, is so, like, controversial. Yeah, like, I feel like people are kind of afraid to say that they here's like the thing. Star here's Wars the thing. sometimes. Look at Galaxy of Heroes. It's that app, that game I play on, on my phone, yeah. where it's like, uh, you can unlock even Legends characters. Mm -hmm. It's like characters from all across Star Wars. So, like, they have the sequel characters, and you can ha you could have Finn fighting alongside Mara Jade, and, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, I think they're doing it right. They're doing it right because they're included, because Star Wars is Star Wars. Yeah. They've included Revan. They've included all of the characters from the Old Republic. They've included Mara Jade. They've included, like, you know, all these characters from Legends. And, and obviously they do all the new stuff. That, you know, you have yeah. Kylo Ren. And it's, it's, so it's like, and it's literally just you, pretty much you make a deck of your favorite characters and you level them up and upgrade them and shit and you battle with other players. And it's pretty much a trading card game, but on your phone. And it's not cards, it's the characters themselves. Is it popular? It's very popular. Yeah. It's been, I mean, it's the only Star Wars game that hasn't been shut down after three years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's still going strong. Like, they have their own uh, booth at Celebration every year. Yeah, I, um, always, I always see their stuff, but yeah. I don't, like, I don't play it. I don't know anyone I, other than you that plays I, it. I haven't played it in a, in a little while just because we've been busy, you yeah. know? But I have it. I, I, I have an entire team of, of bounty hunters. It's like all the bounty hunters with Vader. Um, and that's how, like, I, I've leveled up the shit out of them. Um, but um, the only thing is, a, is, it's a little bit grindy. It's a little bit grindy to where it's like you have to, like, do a lot of re repetitive shit to unlock. Because you have to, in order to unlock characters, new characters, you have to earn their character shards. And mm. you have to get, like, 50 of them just to unlock the character. And then you have to get, like, 25 more to be able to, like, upgrade them, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's, like, a little bit grindy. That's the only thing about the game. But it's fun. It's super fun. And it's, like, once you get, like, in the groove of it, you can just... It's just, like, repetitive shit. It's like playing Heyday. Yeah. It's like, you you know, you have to, like, cut, cut the wheat and, like, pluck the corn yeah. and all that shit. It's just different. It's like different <laughs> yeah. movements for that game, in order to like get like the currencies and stuff, okay. so that you can. So I mean, it's like any game. But what I'm trying to say is like, if some company like Wizards of the Coast was able to, uh, create a trading card game in the same vibe and the same vein as Galaxy of Heroes, where it's like all of the characters combined, 
every side of Star Wars from canon to legends. Yeah. You know, if they were able to do something like that in a trading card game, that would be huge. Yeah. And that would be so fun to play. Yeah. And collect the cards and like legit artwork by like, you know, Darren Tam that he used to do the artwork for Destiny. He does the artwork oh, for yeah. for Fantasy Flight. You know, like if we should just get like imagine. a petition going and be like, "Hey yo, Wizards, hey yo, Star Wars, make it happen." Yeah, honestly. How much money we spend on? <laughs> honestly, let's 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 go talk to Wizards and be like, "Hey, got this idea." I'll give it to you for free ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. Just keep me involved. I will host the tournaments. Just keep me involved. And let's Send do me this all shit. the promotional cards. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. All those SDCC exclusives, all those celebration exclusives. <laughs> that's all I'm asking for. Very small. No biggie. Small thing to ask. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's like, I feel yeah. like something like that. Yeah, because, like, there really aren't a lot of Star Wars games like no, like tabletop isn't. no there i mean there's like, like x-wing Arm- miniatures armada, armada um, but that's a that's a very specific kind of game and yeah. that's not a game no, you no. start playing no. you don't play the star wars version first you play you like, know the yeah, other yeah. ones first play like warhammer yeah um but no, there yeah, needs yeah, to be exactly. something that like a 10 year old could pick up and play like you make a 60 card deck and you're yeah, good yeah, yeah, to yeah, fucking yeah. go yeah like magic, literally like, one like set magic. Of dice, one deck. If it was magic mixed with Galaxy of Heroes, yeah, that would be the best game. I would never play anything else. <laughs> I would only play that game. I'd make a commander deck out of Luke Skywalker from Legends, and y'all could fucking die. <laughs> like, like, that's all I'm saying, and that's all I want. That's all I need. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that would be really fun, though. Exactly. Like, like imagine a, imagine making like a Revan commander deck. Dude. Or a Vader, an Anakin commander deck. Dude, you like know? a 501st deck? A 501st deck? Oh Bruh. my god. <laughs> oh my god, you got like oh. legendary le- legendary creature would be like your Anakin commander yeah. with another legendary creature for Rex yeah. and Ahsoka and you know that'd be freaking awesome. With R2. <laughs> He's an artifact. Yeah, an artifact. Artifact creature. Artifact creature. You could have uh, vehicles. Yeah. You'd have like his his Eta class starfighter. What would like the mana be though? Force, force points, some shit like that. I don't know. But like, would would there have to be different colors, or would it be like rebels? It'd be like light Jedi. or dark. Light, dark. No, that'd be much simpler. No, it'd have to be like rebels, Jedi, yeah, Sith. Jedi, Sith. Yeah, and and it's like it's also like, like classes. We'd it would ha- we'd have to. We could definitely do it. It could be yeah, like you we know. Yeah, we could figure it out. But. If it was like lands, you know. What would be red? What would be red? Yeah, like. Sith. I guess yeah, Sith. could be like dark side light side and the other the other one could be like luck you know like for scoundrels that'd be cool like luck um and there could be um 
what could be for droids or like something like that or like processing power <laughs> yeah like uh uh whatever the gongs have uh energy or just uh electricity or something like it's that. it's just gongs it's just gongs just red a red gonk a blue yeah. gonk a green gonk i like it there's a million dollar <laughs> idea <laughs> got a chrome gonk that uh no coaxium Coaxium could be one. Yeah, Maybe it could coaxium. be like that. It could be line. really freaking cool. It could be really cool. And then like the stuff you, that the the space whales eat. What you know is what we that? should do? What is that? Oh yeah yeah. Uh um, sp- space seaweed. Space seaweed. You heard it here first, folks. It's uh, Wikipedia. Check Wikipedia. Whatever they mine and, on that planet. Oh yeah, it's the Tabana gas. I think. It's sure. gas. I think it's gas. I don't remember. I just know that they eat it. Like that or spice? I don't know. I think it's. Sp- oh, I don't think spice because they would could be do, okay. We could do. They'd sp- be on drugs. It then. could be spice for like the scum. Okay. So like spice for scum. Uh, luck for scoundrels. So it would be. It wouldn't be like mana. It would be like resources. Yeah, yeah. So like the rebels need, like hyperspace fuel to escape and like. Or, like I mean, like, like you're overthinking it, but yeah, like. Because it, it would have to be... It just has be to be related. Like, yeah. it, it, it also doesn't make, make sense in magic where it's like, you got five planes and five Well, no, forests. but I mean, like, you need... You need, like... The cards need to have certain colors. Yeah. And then, like, corresponding yeah. energy. I think, I think it can totally... Be, look, this is what <laughs> we should do. We should write the whole thing, like... Create the entire create game. Create the entire Maybe, thing. Is there anything on Reddit? Have you looked? No, and, and and I don't think there is. No. Um, but maybe there is. I'll check. But <laughs> there's um, already like a campaign with like fifty thousand pledges. I fucking doubt it. <laughs> um, no, we would have heard about it. Yeah, we would have. Um, but I'll still check. <laughs> what I'm saying is, we should literally just r- make the whole thing, write it all up, <laughs> exactly how everything would work. We'll go to Wizards of the Coast or Fantasy Flight. I don't care. We'll just go and be like this well we always see the same guys at at uh san diego comic-con right or no at fantasy flight yeah i think so maybe not i don't know i thought you like knew one of the guys there no i uh no not there Mm, never mind i was like if it's not him be like hey yo i mean i could like you know i mean you could still talk to whoever's there but but yeah i mean i uh I think it would be pretty freaking cool. You it know? would be. Even, even if we just made it for fun. Yeah. It's like how it would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not like all trading cards are the same shit anyway. Yeah. You know? So it's like it's not like we're copying anyone. It's just like, how else is it going to work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there's like a basic outline that all yeah. games follow. Exactly. At least like that. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, besides making an entire new trading card <laughs> game, um, <laughs> I think we're pretty free. <laughs> uh, but yeah, alright, I, I think we're, we're, uh, out of time, but, um, uh, I've had fun. Yeah. It's been fun a fun, e- very, very fun episode, um. Just so you guys know, this is so this is coming this is coming out uh, the day after we re- we recorded, 
Um, so by the time you guys are hearing this, um, our new Patreon um, term is going to be coming up. I think there's probably still a day left before. Yeah. Uh, you know. They could still sign up for Django if they wanted. Yeah. yeah. So w- if you guys are listening to this on the day of the release of the episode, um, our current Patreon term is uh, the Django Fett um, pin. Mm-hmm. The Django Fett pin and sticker that I, I was really happy with the design. It came out really cool. I can't wait to get the physical pins in. Uh, but yeah, but like I said, by the time you're listening to this, um, if you're listening to this on the day it came out, today is the very last day to sign up for that. So if you want to check it out um, and uh, sign up for the pin and the sticker, uh, I definitely recommend going right now because, like I said, today's the last day to sign up for that. But then if you are listening to this even on the second day it came out or and on, um, we will have already released our uh, our new term mm-hmm. for our September. Yep. Which was voted for by our patrons. We're really excited for it. Uh, this is the this is gonna be the very first High Republic era inspired pin that we've designed that we're making, and it's of our Chris from the High Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how she came out. We have not shared that uh, design with our patrons yet. Uh, uh, well, actually, if you are a patron and you're listening on the day it came out, you will be able to see this that the new design on Patreon. So head on over, you can see it there. Um, but yeah, it's it came out really cool. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Um, Avar Chris is a really cool character. I've really wanted to make High Republic era stuff uh, for a while now. And, and I haven't really seen anyone else making stuff. I haven't seen anyone make anything. Um, but I mean, as soon as I saw like all the promotional material come out for it, all of the costumes, all of the characters the aesthetic of the entire you know that era, era is yeah. really really cool the colors like, everything like is awesome medieval times it's very it's very much like like a uh, like, like star wars D type of feel yeah i love it i really love it and uh now that i've read the high republic comic series um i'm even more excited for this pin um but yeah i i hope you guys are, are just as excited because like I said, there's like nothing High Republic <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm glad that that we're doing it. Yeah. I'm glad that she won. I'm glad that our patrons voted for High Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's exciting. It's fun. And um, but yeah, besides that, I think uh, I think that's it. Uh, this was a very fun episode. Uh, apologize if we're we sound a little bit um, drained. <laughs> it's just because we are. <laughs> Um, but um, I think this next week uh, we are going to start recording the video as well. Yeah. So uh, starting with next week's episode, you can start checking back on YouTube for uh, these full episodes so you can see what we're talking about uh, and, um, you know, see our reactions. We have a lot of fun when we can do that. We can watch videos with you guys, uh, react to certain memes, uh trailers whatever it may be um we love that so yeah. we love doing that and we've missed it and we still don't have silver back yet just yet he's still working out some stuff but we said fuck him why wait <laughs> um <laughs> no we love you silver kind of um but no we're excited to be back uh recording the video 
um, that should be very fun because, like I said, we always have fun with it. Yeah. So. Um, and we can show like pictures and videos and like yeah. you guys can have a better idea of what we're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for uh, listening and for joining us on another episode of the Punchy Chewy podcast. It truly means the world to us. If you could please make sure to uh, follow us on wherever you're listening, give it, give us a rating, a review. If you have the time, that would really uh, help us a lot. It would, it would mean the world to us. Um, and if you do leave a review and a rating, uh, make sure to take a screenshot, email it to us, and we'd love to send you a free Punch It Chewy podcast sticker. Yeah. Um, but uh, besides that, uh, thank you again, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.